welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, the lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milkies No Break No Leak Breast Milk Storage Bags have reinforced sides and a double zipper because we all cry over spilled milk. These bags will not leak milk and won't crack in the freezer. The bags also have milk storage guidelines printed on every bag, which is super awesome. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS, promo code BADASS, and you can get 10% off your entire purchase. I have the review of the week. Yay. So this is a little bit longer of a review, but it's it's so good. Like, it just it, uh, made me want to cry when I read it. But this is oh. from Steph in Brooklyn. It's a newer review um, a few weeks ago. I was originally going to write a review based on your breastfeeding to sleep episode, but after listening to your twiddling one, I immediately set out to craft this review. I was thinking about skipping this episode because while my seven-month-old is the queen of twiddling, it doesn't bother me in the least. I'm so glad I didn't. I was moved nearly to the point of tears hearing your reminder that I am my daughter's first teacher about her and others' bodily autonomy and that breastfeeding is the perfect teaching tool for this lesson. In a world that routinely discounts and discourages such self-determination, you've given me a renewed sense of power to help her learn to assert herself like Diane's daughter. While it may, be, may not be over-twiddling, I'll undoubtedly have to set boundaries with her when I need to, her to better respect my body. You've given me further confidence to teach her through role modeling in this way. Like with the sleep episode and so many others, you've articulated what, to be so true, what I know to be true in my bones, but don't always have the words for. Thank you for being part of my breastfeeding community. P.S. I listen to you when I pump, and I'm pretty sure my letdown is now a conditioned response to your voices. <laughs> That is so awesome and such a great way to end it. I know. Aww. I know it. But that really That's amazing. That I that review like it just really made me want to cry and I think because we get off like we seriously get off on tangents. Like I know like people know that this is how we are at this point. If you're a regular listener, something will set us off. And we really got off on that bodily autonomy thing with twiddling and I don't even know how that happened. It just like happened that way. And yeah. that's what resonated for her. So it's like, well, I think the meat is in the tangents, really. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out there that are going to like put forth like a lot of the scientific information and they're going to, you know, they're going to have this um, formula and give a lot of facts. And that's really awesome. But, you know, that's already out there for you if that's what you need. Like what we really wanted to do was really talk. Mm -hmm. You know, Diane and I really wanted to talk to each other about like these really important things. And then that's what we tried to incorporate, I think, in the episodes. And, and I think it. I think it works. I think so, too. And we are, I mean, we are research And it's not for based. everybody, and that's okay. Yeah, we are evidence and research-based, and we uh, do absolutely. talk about that stuff, too. Because absolutely. That's, yeah, that's really important to both of us. But we also, like, we're really all about, like, normalizing this and being this part, you know, the whole bigger picture of your journey. You know, like, this right. isn't even just, we don't even talk just about breastfeeding. Yes, that's what brought oh, all of totally. us together. But there is so much more to it. And we grow with that with the breastfeeding relationship. And that's pretty much what Steph in Brooklyn was saying. She's like, this is like, I'm realizing through my breastfeeding how much more other things are going to come from that. Yeah. And that's really amazing. It really is. And I think that's like, that's exactly what happens to all of us, right? We realize that this is so much bigger than just this one act that we do a million times a day. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that's how we discover so much about ourselves and our place in the world and we're gonna yeah we'll talk a lot about that about that yeah. and it's a perfect um 
intro to today's episode that's all about myths. Ugh. Love it. I love because there's a lot to talk about. I know I love the breastfeeding myths. Oh they're God. so annoying, but they're so hilarious sometimes. <laughs> and you know, people are like, you know, it's like, well, you know, oh, that's just a myth, or that's a harmless myth. I don't believe in harmless myths. You know, yeah. myths are something that that destroy breastfeeding relationships all the time, and even things that might seem small, you know, often cause people to intervene. In, you know, something in the in the relationship and either like maybe withhold feedings or change something or do something in a way that actually just messes things up. And, and so it, it's pretty big. They're very big. They're a big deal. And it, it really is. And I didn't realize how much of a big deal it was until I obviously, you know, got into my this field. And of course, I heard right. myths when I was breastfeeding my kids and because I'm so stubborn, I know I've mentioned this a lot of times before, too. Like, every time my mom said, oh, you shouldn't do this because of A, B, and C, I'd be like, you don't know what you're talking about, and just do the opposite. Because I just was spiteful. You know, like, I just... Right, I, just, I know. I say it to my mom all the time yeah. about everything. I'm like, no, you're wrong. Like, <laughs> you know. such a brat. I just should stop. <laughs> but I, you know, without knowing... And I, for an example, my, I remember my mother saying to me once, you don't even drink milk. How are you going to make milk? And I said, oh, that wow. has nothing to do with anything. And granted, back then, I knew nothing about breastfeeding other than you put the baby to the breast and you feed them. Right. So I just said to her, no, that's not true. But I didn't know if it wasn't true or not. Sure. Uh, sure. You know, but I just like was like, well, if you're going to say it, I'm going to counter it. And that's it. But yeah, there is a lot when things come out of like your culture or your, you know, just things that are passed down from generation exactly. to generation. Well, that's like, what I was, yeah, there's a lot of those too that we're going to talk about today that are just coming from, that are, that are, that you've never heard in America, but, but that come from different cultures and different, you know, there's just different tales and stories that come from these cultures, all kinds of cultures around the globe that uh, end up in these kind of things that, that are being passed down from generation to generation. And, and I, 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 one of the things that we are referring to today is a blog post that I wrote, which is, um, crappy breastfeeding advice that's ruining your breastfeeding journey. And I collected this from people on Facebook. And some of the things are so outlandish. I said, I'm not even going to add things that I think people are just like making up. So <laughs> not that I think people are making things up, but sometimes, you know, there's so many. I mean, there were hundreds and hundreds of comments that were all different. Yeah. And it's, I had to stop at some point, but I wanted to make sure that it was something that like was really being passed around. So I always, everything that's on here was absolutely like verified by at least another person and some of them you know like if you drink carbonated beverages your milk is going to be carbonated oh my god you know and that's that's something that somebody that's something that people are telling each other there is and you know abby will send me text messages of like screenshots of questions that people ask her with these like with myths on them and every time Every time you send me one, I'm always like, oh, my God, just when I thought I had heard the most outlandish thing, like something else comes out. Right. I know. I know. And uh, that's why, because we have a breastfeeding myths episode that we did over a year ago now, which is why we decided to to um, to revamp it. But there was uh, and, and it started because I sent or we, we started talking about it because somebody sent me a message and I'm going to find it for you. Oh my God. Um, 
That was from she, somebody's doctor, wasn't it? It I was think? from somebody's family, I think. Oh, was it family? Um, and okay. yes. So she wrote to me and she said, can you guys do an episode on breastfeeding and lazy eye? <gasps> That's right. Yeah. My in-laws seem convinced that breastfeeding causes lazy eye. And I have no way to dispute this theory other than the fact that there are multiple ways to breastfeed, not just the cradle position. So I think she's saying that like she's holding her baby in the cradle position, breastfeeding the baby, and the baby is relaxed. Mm-hmm. And his eyes are closed. And so they think that that position and the breastfeeding is causing the lazy eye, is causing lazy eye. So so let me dispute this for a minute. This can be our first little one that we're, we're going to talk about. But we really have to dispute this? I know, right? But there is science behind there is science behind this. There is research that has been done on this to show that babies that are breastfed have less instance of having lazy eye because oh my god th- because oh, when wow. you breastfeed, okay. you are switching sides, switching breasts, and baby's eyes strengthen equally when you do that. Oh. But when you bottle feed, people tend to hold their baby in the dominant arm and bottle feed, and they're always in the same position. And those babies are more likely to get lazy eye. There's research okay, my on brain, this. Uh, my mind is blown right now. I'm a, There's research that, on this. Wow. There that's was amazing. One time when I was first started working at the doctor's office, because, you know, newborns, first of all, newborns' eyes cross all the time. Like, it's just what they do. Yeah. And people get freaked out by that when they don't know that that's going to happen. So we had a new family at the doctor's office one time, and the mom asked said something about that to the pediatrician and I was still in the room because we had done our little breastfeeding piece, but I was still there. And she said something about the eyes crossing and he was telling her that's normal and they'll grow out of it and it takes however long. And I said, breastfeeding will help with that too. And he goes, no, it won't. And I go, yes, it will. Because, you know, as she's switching breasts and the baby will have to focus with both their eyes and equally they'll strengthen up. He goes, oh yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. He goes, I thought you meant like the breast milk itself. And it's like, no, it's Mm. one of those cool things that, has nothing to do with the milk itself. It has right. to do with the oh, act it's like the of way the that feeding. like jaw their jaw muscles are exactly yeah built and, yeah. yeah. But there's actual research behind that. So I'm really hoping that that mom is listening right now because there is a I'll lot of research her. for her to dispute that. Yeah, that's wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so we can just we have a lot of myths to to um to go through today, and I don't even know if we'll get through all of them. But this blog post is on our website at badassrestaurantpodcast.com. Um, you can look at it and read through all of them, but we will um, cover all, hopefully, as many of the common ones as possible and some of the less common ones, and maybe you have some to share, and we hope you share them, too. Absolutely. Um, so your breast milk has no nutritional value after one year. <laughs> one of my favorites. How many, I mean, how many times do we hear this? Oh my People, God. Doctors are saying this all the time. You know, you got to start cow's milk or you got to start formula or something at six months because or one year or whatever because your breast milk doesn't have an, any more nutritional value or it loses like it its just calories dis- it yeah, starts it losing dis- calories as right. you go along it just disappears at one magic number um and so this is a myth um your you could breastfeed for seven years and your breast milk does not lose its nutritional value Mm-mm. um it actually changes and tailors itself to your child always right. as long as they breastfeed so if it does lose any kind of nutrition, it is because your child is telling them they don't need that from your milk. That's, you know, like your milk is going to change all the time depending on what your baby yeah. needs. And if your baby's getting, you know, certain things from food, 
and needs less of it from your milk, then your milk is going to adapt to that. You know what I and mean? Your breast like milk knows that. Yeah. It knows. It does. It's so cool. Come on. It's smarter than you. It and really it's is. smarter than your doctor. That's, that's a true Imagine thing. that. Yeah. Um, another favorite, and we have an episode on this, night nursing will rot your baby's teeth. We oh, hear the cavities all one. the time. Yep. Yes. And so we have a whole episode on that. If you would like to refer to that, episode 57, um, your small breasts will not produce enough milk. You know, there's, I have had mothers with really small breasts have like super oversupplies. That uh, is, yeah, yeah, exactly. It has and women with do. large yeah. breasts have, you know, like small struggles to get their milk supply up. Right. Yep. So it has nothing to do with that. But that nothing. is something that you hear a lot. Mm hmm. Yep, all these small-breasted women. Don't worry. Yeah, it's just ways for people to insult you again. You can't breastfeed. Your boobs aren't big enough. Thanks. Right. Thanks a lot. Right. Like, right. whatever. And the good old, just general, you're not making enough milk. Uh, That's just, just very rarely going to be true. Very rarely, yeah. And like I've said before, because I know we've done, we should maybe do another episode on that, because I think I we think did, we but do. it was like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But it is like... You could you could almost pinpoint whenever there's if there's a, a baby that's or a mom that's not making enough milk with a little bit of discussion and history gathering, you can determine exactly why that's happening. You know, right. like it doesn't mm-hmm. just happen. It's not just this. Oh, yeah, I just just didn't make enough milk. And, yeah, it's just me. I just don't make enough milk. I'm just not making enough milk. Yeah. You know? And the reasons why people think that they're not making enough milk is not true. No. You know, right. I don't I don't feel full. My baby's fussy. Um, you know, uh, there's a million reasons why yeah. people think they're not making it. I'm not pumping enough. That's the another myth. Crying afterwards. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, I had that today. The mom was like, you know, supplementing after I, the baby's still hungry. Even, you know, she's pumping like a couple of ounces at a time. And I'm like, this is, that is not a milk supply problem. I'm sorry. Like the baby's gaining fine. Oh yeah. Wet diapers. Yep. All the time. But no, but she just doesn't seem satisfied afterwards and she'll take the bottle Mm -hmm. and still, you know, she seems fussy. I'm like, but there could be something else. It's not always about the food. So there's always ways to figure it out. Don't, don't just always assume that you're, don't have a milk supply. That you're doing something wrong and that your body's not working. Right. Don't just assume that because that's probably not the case. Um, you have to wean to have surgery. Ugh, please. That's not true. They have surgery to get the baby out of you half the time. 35% <laughs> of the time, they have surgery with, to get the yeah. baby out of you. And then they with put the baby right to the drugs. Breast. Right, with stronger right. drugs. And then you go and get your gallbladder out, and people are like, oh my God, better dump your milk or wean. No. It's... Yeah, I know. Well, then doctors are saying this. Yeah. Well, you need to wean or you need to pump and dump. Ah, oh, pump and dump. That's another one. Don't pump a dump. Never. Don't do that. No, I don't care what the situation Never, is. Never, ever do that. Don't dump that stuff down the down mm-hmm. the drain. Never. It's too precious. And it's not necessary. No. Um, and this is one that always gets me pissed off, is uh, breastfeeding a toddler or a small, small child will lead to psychological damage <laughs> or, or clinginess or, you know, sissiness, how people say. Yes. Um, what was one that I saw recently had to do with that? Oh, it'll make your, if, if it's a boy, it'll make them a rapist. Because yeah, or gay yeah. or gay. Yeah. People say that, too. Yeah, I heard that one once, too, about gay and, and somebody at a breastfeeding class. And um, the mom was like, the dad, you know, my baby's dad doesn't want me to breastfeed because we're having a girl and said that she'll be a lesbian. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, these things are not true. If If you 
I didn't already know that. Yeah. Um, and you have to wean to go back to work? That is not true. Nope. Not true. Um, we do have an episode on uh, pumping at work, which is a really awesome episode where Diane like breaks it down big time. Gosh. Um, and that's episode 61, if you're interested. And, you know, another favorite one is uh, you can't drink alcohol and breastfeed. Ah, uh, that's one of my faves. That is not true. You can choose not to if you don't want if you don't want to. Um, but you don't have to not drink alcohol. And that is uh, another episode. <laughs> and that is yeah. <laughs> that we have our most popular episode. It is our, episode like tw- by thousands of listens. It's our most yes. popular episode. But and that's episode 24 if anybody's um, wondering. <laughs> the I mean the thing about the alcohol like Abby said you know if you want to drink and it's so funny because like when I do prenatal breastfeeding classes and people are like so like what if I want to have a drink you know like nobody wants to come out sounding like you know they can't wait to get their hands right. on a bottle of wine and I don't expect new mothers to be you know popping a baby out and wanting to go out and just get drunk. I didn't want to. Right. Yeah, like I didn't it, want to. But it's nice to know what, what your, you know, what your guidelines you are. Eventually, yeah, I mean, if that's something that you enjoy in your life, then eventually you're going to want to. Yeah. Maybe not the first week. The first few weeks, I was just like, Bleh. Right. But I do get this question a lot at the holidays when people are uh-huh. doing Christmas parties, holiday parties, you know, like whatever, stuff like that, uh, New Year's celebrations, and they want to know if they can have a drink. And in the summer, when people are doing like weddings and picnics and, you know, like stuff like that. So really, like, you should not have to stop your life for breastfeeding. Like, if it's something that you did en- and enjoyed in the past, that's fine. Like, but don't be excessive about it. That's really that's all thi- that it comes down to. Right. And that's how I think that's the problem with all of these myths is that it makes it so that people just don't even want to choose to breastfeed. Right. They're like, oh, my God, that's too hard. I have to change everything about my life. And it's like, that's just so not true. You don't have to. And, you know, these and, and, you know, I can be majorly suspicious about where a lot of this stuff gets started. And I think it's the multi-billion dollar corporations um, that benefit from you failing at breastfeeding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And let's pause for a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milky's Softies nursing pads have a three-layer design that guards against leaks without adding bulk or puffiness to your bra. A plush natural fiber layer rests lightly against your skin and wicks moisture away quickly. The nursing pads are machine washable. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of your purchase you know when i first started doing this and i was you know working for the WIC program and i was i was really learned like i was a peer counselor which meant that i was a peer it was peer-to-peer support so i was Mm -hmm. really learning a lot as i was going a lot like doing my own research and reading a lot of things and going to trainings and conferences and stuff like that but you know People would say a lot of these myths to me, you know, that they they heard this or that or like, you know, the lesbian thing or whatever. And sometimes I'd be like, oh, my gosh, some of this stuff is like like I would never imagine, you know, I would never even imagine that this kind of information would be out here like this. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just unbelievable. But, you know, yeah. we, we, we make breastfeeding so hard. And then there was a lot of times where people would say, oh, OK. So, you know, breastfeeding, okay, I'm up for trying to do that, or I'd like to give my baby breast milk. But at what point do I start formula? 
Like they thought that that was like a you had to at some point incorporate formula into the baby's world. Like it just was something that happened. Right. And I was like, but you don't ever have to. And they're like, you don't? I mean, I had a lot of people that used to ask me that. Well, when when do we incorporate formula? Like, Mm -hmm. but that's where you get those, you know, that the media and the, you know, the all the companies, the pharmaceuticals, corporations, corporations, all of that stuff that's kind of setting in there and and dropping that seed of this Mm -hmm. is something that's needed. This is something that's needed. Dropping that self-doubt. I mean, they want yeah. you to they want you to doubt yourself. They want you to that's how they make money. In you doubting yourself. Yeah. And in you questioning yourself. Uh this is where this is how they exist. It's crazy. What else do we got? There's so some good yeah, we got a whole bunch. So <laughs> supplementing with formula See? or feeding your baby food will help them sleep. No. That's another one. We're like, oh my God, can I please give my baby mashed potatoes? I heard it'll help them sleep longer. No, it won't. No, this are gonna be up. I mean, you have to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. It, it's just you really need to be careful about food, and people really are so nonchalant about it. They're like, "Oh yeah, just start some solids." You know, your baby's like three, four months old. Just yeah, just give them some solids. They'll sleep better. It'll be get them on more of a routine. They'll stay fuller longer. And it's like, I don't care if your baby is twenty pounds when they're three months old. Please don't let that happen. But if it did, like that doesn't mean your baby's ready for solids. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't right. it doesn't matter how big your baby is, it doesn't matter any of that stuff. What matters is can they digest it? Are they physically are, is their system physically able to handle solid foods? Yeah, and is their gut fully formed? Is their gut I mean, isn't formed? This just like, yeah, like it can cause allergies. This it can is cause... why we have just breast milk for right. at least six months. Right. For six months, it yeah. Does it? People say, oh, your baby's so getting so big. They must be really hungry. You should start doing solid foods. No, it, none of that stuff matters. They're holding their head up. Start solid foods. Oh, they're reaching. I can tell they're ready because they're reaching for my food. Right. And they would reach for a turd if it was by them. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. They, you know, and I know that you said that Jack didn't start for quite a while. And I tell people that didn't. too, because I've had a couple of moms that were like, well, the baby's just really not interested. And I'm like, you know what? That's okay. You know, that's okay. I kind of dragged my feet. Like I, I definitely waited until we are into the sixth month. And my, my thing with it was that I was really proud that I was able to sustain my children on breast milk. Like mm-hmm. I was I really know. proud it's of so that. so empowering. And I would be able to look at them and be like, I did that. Like, nobody can take credit for that but me. I'm the one that did that. I'm the one that helped them grow. Uh, You know, I was nourishing them. I didn't want to share that yet. So I was really, like, dragging my feet with that. Of course, I'm in an Italian house where my mother can't wait to give them food. So, like, I was kind of losing that battle. But I really, like, I remember that very distinctly, just feeling like, I don't don't want to give up that power yet. You know, I don't want to, I want to be able to still say that I'm the one that was doing that. Right. But that was, yep. just, you know, that's me. But, it's, yeah, you know. it's very empowering. It is. Um, and knowing that these are myths and being able to look beyond them is something that can, you know, help you get a lot of feel very powerful, too. Yeah. And let me run through through some of these. Um, you have to wean to get pregnant. Oh. Not true. Not true. And you can rely on breastfeeding as birth control. No, no, no. <laughs> not true. Uh, when they get teeth, it's time to wean. No. Breastfeeding beyond infancy is for the mother's needs only. Apparently, these people have never breastfed a toddler. (laughs) Breastfeeding in public is immodest. Breastfeeding is illegal in some places. Not true. 
Not true. Not anymore. Maybe when they first brought it was never down. illegal. It's never, ever, ever, ever been illegal. There's never, there's never been a law in the books that said breastfeeding is illegal. Oh there, yeah, there were Public, there were some it. states. Yeah. Yeah. There were some states that that were, you know, every all the states now have laws that protect moms, but they didn't always. But it was never illegal, and that is a huge, huge misconception. Yeah. As people were thinking, well, my state doesn't have these laws. That protect breastfeeding mothers, and so therefore, bre- me breastfeeding is illegal, and that is not no, true. That part's not true. No, you have to toughen up your nipples with oh a washcloth. God. Oh my god! Ouch! Don't do that. Please don't do that to your nipples. Uh, you can't nurse if you are stressed or upset. The shape of your breast determines your breastfeeding success. When your child can ask for it, they're too old to breastfeed. <laughs> Except your baby was asking for it the moment they were born. Right, yeah. It's just not in words. (laughs) You can't breastfeed if you're sick. That's not true. Not true. You can't breastfeed if you have mastitis or a plugged duct. That's dangerous. Please breastfeed. Yeah. Please breastfeed. Yeah. That's dangerous. You can't breastfeed while you're pregnant. Your toddler will drink away the nutrients of the fetus. Oh. That's not true. (laughs) That's a... Yeah, we should update that episode too. Yeah, that I yeah I had somebody that came in um, a year or two ago that told me that that's what her doctor told her. That yeah, she, this is what they're yeah. telling people, or will cause premature labor. Yeah, and I think he like compared it to farm animals because I think that he grew up on a farm and that's what happened on the farm or something. And I'm like, you're what? a human, like you are a human. Why is your pediatrician or your OB or whoever it was? comparing you to farm animals like this is ridiculous and along with that you can't breastfeed two children Um, try telling me that try telling me and my two kids that yeah try telling me and my twins that right right your baby is breastfeeding too much now you're spoiling your baby no such thing no if breastfeeding is involved it's not spoiling Uh, if you give them chocolate chip cookies every time they cry, maybe. But <laughs> if you get if you breastfeed them every time they cry, that's not spoiling. That's breastfeeding. Right. Your baby won't learn to sleep through the night if you breastfeed through the night. And we just did a breastfeeding through the night episode. Yeah, that one. Check that out. Yeah. It's awesome. That was really popular too, and it came at a great time. I had a lot of people asking about that. Yeah. Um, spicy food will make your breast fe- milk uh, spicy. Nope. <laughs> You can't breastfeed twins or triplets. Yes, you can. Oh, Diane. Yeah, you definitely can. You have to have a perfect diet to breastfeed. No. Nonsense. 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 You have to supplement until your milk comes in. Don't do that. No, don't do that either. Your breast milk isn't enough for your big baby. Yes, it is. That's another thing that I don't get because that happens a lot. I hear that a lot. Oh, well, my baby was 10 pounds, so I have to feed him more. They have the same stomach size. Like, I don't, I'm, right. I don't know. Am I wrong about that? And they're so, like, big and healthy because of your breast right, milk. it's fine. Um, the amount you pump is equal to the amount you make. Nope. That's not true. You struggle to breastfeed with your first child, so you will struggle with your second child, too. That's not true. No, not true. Every, it's, just, it's amazing how completely different every experience is. I mean, you can have oversupply one time and not the second time i mean there's like can be such completely different drastic changes i think the only time the only thing that really ever gets in the way of breastfeeding relationships from child to child is because and we can't help this there's nothing wrong with it but we tend to compare 
you know, and well, my first one didn't do right. this. My first one, or my first one had such a hard time feeding. My first one, you know, wasn't gaining my first, and then you, you tend to be so hyper sensitive to it that you're looking for problems almost, you know, um, every baby is different and we really need to kind of treat it like that. It, it's so hard. It's so hard not to compare, but it can also be really difficult to have a, a really healthy breastfeeding relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if cold air hits your back, your breast milk will dry up. Oh, my God. Breast me- Breastfeeding causes hiccups. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but people do think that, yes, but it does not. <laughs> it does not. Um, there are so many here that we don't have time for me to continue reading. So I would love it if you would go onto the website, badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, and you can look at um, crappy breastfeeding advice that's ruining your breastfeeding relationship, and you can continue to read the very, very long list of breastfeeding myths that do not even scratch <laughs> the surface. But we of would what's going around out there, and we would love to hear if you have one that you yes, want to share. Let's, yes, I, we would love to hear definitely um, about yours. Put it in our reviews. Your you know, send myth. us a review. Add that in there. We'll do it as a review of the week. We love. I love the myths. It's my favorite because it's so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we could just do. We could just do a breastfeeding myths episode every few months and hear the new ones that we've come, come up I with. Know. So thank you so much for listening. And like Diane said, please share your experience and review section on iTunes and you could be one of our review of the week. And head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links, for our promo codes, um, for the resources list um, of posts, which is extensive and awesome. And you can look up information about how to get your very own online consultation with Diane. Yeah. Now, are you going to post a link to that blog on our website? The myths blog? Yes, I just said twice in the episode. That Did you? Oh my god, <laughs> she's listening. Uh, I love to know that Diane is listening when I talk. Sorry, peeps. <laughs> yes, in the resources section on our website with all of the links, you can find crappy breastfeeding <laughs> advice that's ruining your breastfeeding <laughs> journey. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, we'll see you next week. Thank Bye. you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>